I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. In a world where Red Bull no longer exists. This is the best Formula One season of all time. The most exciting and unexpected start to a Formula One season I think I've ever known. A heartwarming story of a 40-year-old man's quest to conquer the Formula One world. We just don't know who's going to win. We don't know who's going to win. Everybody bunched so tightly together with unexpected leaders up top. Alonso, I can't believe him. I can't believe he's at the top of the pile. Anyone's year. It's anyone's year. It's anyone's year. It's anyone's year. Fernando Alonso surging ahead two, two wins in a row, isn't it? If you see one movie this fall, see Deadpool. Three Spanish drives. Appearing in select cinemas only. Um, but uh, sadly, that is not the truth, and uh, Red Bull do exist, so... Should we do a podcast? Yeah. Now we have to fucking talk about racing. We're going to watch a car race, Michael. It's when nerds try and be cool. I think you've done brilliantly. Good podcasting. Absolutely mega. Hi, I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. Welcome to episode three of season two. For us, there have been other Formula One seasons, but this is the... The second dirty air. This is DA two. This is our W. This is not our W fourteen, but this is DA two. I'm calling this season DA two. W two. Yeah, W two. Yes. Do you? Oh yeah. Oh great. Um. Okay. So let's let's just crack on with. There's a lot to go through of things that happened, um, before the race this week. Yes. First of all, um, Hass, um, were accused of providing parts to Russia. Didn't see that one coming in the in the news this week. No, but I quite admire any team with a side hustle <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 some people sell vegetables on the side oh like, yeah i actually i actually make these hats that you can buy on my depop do you think um, Gunter, so, what are you doing <laughs> are so short of money that they've gone to like andrew tate's hustlers university <laughs> to try and like know learn how to invest in crypto so they can finally spend the full cost cap amount yeah, Hass are very, very close to um, having a, a a throng of fourteen year old boy fans, aren't they? Who <laughs> love Andrew Gunter's Tate just taking his jeans to Notting Hill to try and sell them at the uh, retro store. That's probably how he got rid of Yurikali last year. Is he just went okay? 
okay, hey, hey, Mr. Uh, Mazepin. Yeah, okay, listen, okay, listen. We can't put your name on the car. We can't put your son in the car. But I can sell you some pretty fucking fast things, which I guess you're going to need to be able to drive around pretty quickly with the amount of money you're going to be getting shelled or shelling in the next 12 months. What, a, what an amazing piece of... There's lots lots of um, takeaways this week uh, from the race. First of all, congratulations to Saudi Arabia on not being bombed before the race this year. That was great. Real improvement for you guys. Yep, marginal gains. Uh, <laughs> My uh, least favourite races are the ones that are bombed two days before the race. Yeah, and everybody kept on saying the phrase street circuit as well. Yeah, is it? It's not, it's like a... No, if you build a street... I sort of think more than that, like the whole of Saudi Arabia is an F1 track that for a lot of the year, normal cars are allowed to drive around. (laughs) It's all kind of artificial and mad. Well, they've put in an offer. They want to have two locations, don't they? Oh, yeah? Yes. Jeddah and Riyadh. Formula One have decided that uh, one race in the human rights violation of a territory that is Saudi Arabia um, is not good enough. So they've, they've pitched the second location for 2027. What's quite nice in terms of, you know, equalising the opportunities of the different locations that um, rather than stop giving races to uh, countries with human right, poor human rights records, what we seem to be doing is actually in the United Kingdom just breaking human rights laws of our own <laughs> yeah. to try and even it up that way. It's like... <laughs> Come Silverstone, we'll be on the Great Britain will be on a par with Saudi it's Arabia. It's like me parenting, seeing one of my children hit another one of my children, so hitting the other one to make it fair, and me thinking, <laughs> oh, that's the right way to do this. What we really need is a Grand Prix in in Rwanda. Um, yes, that races around all the homes, and then it's a street circuit, technically. Yes, um, the sequel to Hotel Rwanda, <laughs> Street Circuit Rwanda. Um, Max uh, Verstappen got norovirus. Oh yeah, yeah. Lots of that going around. Is she okay? Um, I okay. think I think he's all right. He missed uh, the press duties on the Thursday, um, but he did make it to the race. Um, and I will be honest that the, the speed at which he raced that it was like someone who desperately needed a shit the whole race <laughs> as well, wasn't it? <laughs> to get from P fifteen, he finished in number two as well, which yeah. is the word for poo. I sort of don't. And this is not that's a form- good comedy. It's good comedy. It's really good comedy. But I sort of. I was I was too taken away with the idea of examining the phrase number two because if you do have diarrhea, it doesn't strike me as a number two. It's like a number three, number emergency, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but nine nine nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but and uh, what else have we got? Uh, Angela Cullen did Angela, the thing. Angela Cullen did the thing. Angela Cullen did, did the, the thing. thing. <laughs> um, she's 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 leaving. Roscoe, you're a dog king. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, she's leaving. Um, and Toto insinuated that it was Lewis's decision, not, not hers. Yeah, interesting. People do all sorts of silly shit when they like when they they're having to eat shit. I think people lash out when they start to understand or be confronted more by their own mortality. And you know, he's combining a not being in the fastest car with b. A midlife crisis. He's at midlife crisis age, isn't he? Oh, yeah. It's bizarre to still be a sportsman, you know, uh, ostensibly in the prime of life, but also to be going through a midlife crisis. Do I you wonder... think he's going to turn up in like a, a Porsche or like a Triumph motorbike? Audi in TT. Yeah, yeah, an Audi TT. A, a, a BMW M3. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The hairdresser's car. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I... so, yeah, it's a Lotus Elise. It's really fast. <laughs> Yeah, just, uh, do you guys like Phil Collins? <laughs> he is approaching, but then equally, if a midlife crisis means that you end up driving like Fernando Alonso, um, there are worse places to be in life, really. Yeah. Alonso, absolutely. I mean, it's not midlife. I mean, well, maybe, I mean, I guess 82 is a reasonable age to assume Fernando Alonso would get to. Mm. But at 82, given his track record, he could still beat Lando Norris. Yeah. Now. <laughs> How, um, it'd be quite a fun game maybe on, a, on an off race week to try and predict the lifespan of all the Formula One drivers. Oh God, that's dark. <laughs> Let's do it. Before we crack on with this week's race review, um, I just want to encourage everyone to leave a comment on our, on your podcasting app. Yeah, um, Spotify or iTunes. Not, otherwise, oh yeah, don't, they, they, otherwise they, yeah. just, you know, yeah, we don't check the other ones. Just think ones. nice thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> or tweet. 
do a good tweet. Yeah, you or know, an Instagram. If you're post. hooked up to the net, you can yeah. tweet or Instagram. Um, TikTok. We're on TikTok. Top Pod from Kevin the Ladradorable. He said, "I now find myself watching the highlights of the F1 races so I can get the references in the podcast." Very nice. And uh, another one, an acquired taste. We still got five stars, but the subject was an acquired taste by Filio three hundred four. Um, oh, Philia. This is one of the funniest podcasts ever, but never quite sure how to sell it to a friend, as unsure how it would reflect on my own sense of humour. Oh, nice. That's where I like to live in life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone going, he's not funny, don't tell it. Someone going, he's funny, don't tell anyone. Yes. What do you, th- do, do you have anything like that for you? Like any music? Yeah, Counting Crows. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Counting Crows, but when, when we're talking, when I'm intellectualising music to people, I have to have at least two pints in me to really hard sell how I think Counting Crows have written the best American pop songs of the last 30 years. Yeah, I suppose I'm like that with musical theatre, brackets sometime. Mm. I would just never, because it's just, it's so not what people like, or at least anybody that I know. (laughs) Um, uh, Let's crack on with the uh, Formula One race review for the, what's the name of the race this week? Oh my God. Saudi Arabia did the thing. This is the race review for the Formula One STC Saudi Arabian Grand Prix 2023. Um, first of all, I just want to acknowledge the presence of two people this week on uh, uh, during the, the, the weekend. Um, Go on then. Number one, Nico Rosberg is back. Oh, it's so good to see him. He's, I'm, I, he's a welcome return to me. He's sort of the Jeff Goldblum of the paddock, in my opinion. He is. In the sort of Jurassic Park world. There is no man I've ever seen who quite so ostentatiously gives off the vibe of somebody who uh, employs a sex worker, but more for the conversation. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And like she and like afterwards, she goes, "Mate, I'm just. This is not my job." Yeah. You're going, yeah, but I want to talk to you about. Uh, no, 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 no. Did your father hug you? Just, just like. Uh, let me make you a jacket, then I'm leaving. I just, I can't. I, this is not my job. You, you want to get on better help for this. I'm really enjoying the fact that he's also he's sort of started wearing this like Colonel Sanders sort of Confederate cotton farm owning linen mm. suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's he like wears an these... early days Colonel Sanders when he was delivering like the recipe on the back of his car. Yeah, when he got his one thousand and one nose. Apparently, he, Colonel Sanders got a thousand and one nose. Oh, um, right. Which I imagine um, Nico Rosberg has never had a no in his life. No, especially if he pays for it. And uh, I'm happy to see him back, all all unvaxxed and uh, looking like a slave owner, which in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> and also during the race yesterday, he was wearing, what is it with rich middle-aged men and collarless jackets? Why? Why do they do it? Every... Formula One pundit, every rich driver, they all wear like a sort of a bomber. It's like a, it's like a cool sort of um, Carhartt type jacket and they never have a collar on the jacket. It always just cuts off here. Yeah. And I do not understand the choice of these men. Well, what's the collar for? Well, I don't know, but, but, but why remove it? Well, because it's not, it's because it's... You More know. aerodynamic with a collar, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's what they're thinking. They're, they're never, they're always on. <laughs> it's like comedians can't stop joking. <laughs> Formula One drivers can't stop being aerodynamic. Um, I'm going to play you the Saudi Arabian national anthem live from the race. Yes. Um, because I, was... I believe you were looking after your kids. Well, I was with my mother on go. Mother's Day. Ready? Is it real? <laughs> Why does it sound... Is this the Saudi Arabian National Anthem? It sounds like the beginning of Blonde on Blonde. Is that the Bob Dylan album? It Rainy, da- like Rainy Day Women. Da, 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 it sounds da, da. like Row, Row, Row Your Boat. Yeah. See, this is what happens when you don't let gays or women contribute to your culture. That's the national anthem that you end up with. That's incredible right think about think genuinely think about the canon of important pop music right either 
um, gay or gay icons, gen- generally speaking, right? Think about the, 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 the mass throng of pop stars throughout the years. Mm. And in a country where they're not allowed, you know, women aren't allowed to contribute to the, to the pop culture mm-hmm. and they don't allow homosexuality, you end up with, a, with a 35 straight men who've been forced at gunpoint to learn that song. Yeah. And they all sound scared. Yeah, I mean, there, there, there is in uh, lots of different religious autocracies. There is the, uh, I'm not sure about the Saudi Arabian law, but certainly under Ayatollah Khomeini in uh, Iran, they suppressed music because they believed it would um, encourage a revolutionary spirit that fought back against the establishment order. So uh, maybe they're all absolutely terrified about whether they're not going to be like taken out and shot afterwards. <laughs> It's that sounds like uh, it is the Bob Dylan album, isn't it? Blonde on Blonde, where he made everyone play the instruments they didn't play, so they didn't sound as good. Uh, just trying to take the heat off his voice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, do you have a sponsor of the week? Uh, a race sponsor? I have a good sponsor. I noticed a, a good sponsor. The uh, STC five G. Um. Okay. Yeah. Do yeah. You see, do you what see do them? they do? I don't know. I okay. looked at the website. Couldn't sign up. Wasn't very specific. Looked a little bit like they were hiding money somewhere. Um, okay. My sponsor of the week is called Kevin. I met him last week at AA. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't have a sponsor of the week. Uh, I'm afraid I didn't. I, I, I was so enthralled by the magic of Formula One racing that I, none of the uh, sponsorship uh, had any effect on me. There was... And actually, maybe that's kind of interesting. That's why they're trying to make the races so boring. So we're constantly kind of going, oh, fuck me, this is dull. Let's have a look at MSC. Miguel 0.0. And MSC Cruises were um, uh, one of the big sponsors this week as well. Yeah. Which, is Saudi Arabia landlocked? Well, I mean, even if it was, it's not. No, it's not. Oh, yeah, you can, so maybe there's cruises there. But there's a lot lot of these countries have kind of like magic sea that's sort of been dug by people. Oh, really? Oh, like, um, like Dubai. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. Well, um but I don't think it is landlocked. Also, uh the second person I was very pleased to see, um uh, Will Smith. Will Smith? I have never seen someone look so sad in their eyes the way that Will Smith did when Martin Brundle went up to him. And Will and Will Smith's PR was like no questions and and Martin Brundle went, "No, no, no, we've cleared it. We've cleared it." And then someone else said something and they let him ask Will Smith one question. <laughs> and Martin Brundle uh, and I understand that he didn't want to shoot his shot and he had one, you know, he, he couldn't really say what we were all hoping. Um, I was hoping that, because he ended up saying, who are you rooting for? Even though he was clearly there with Lewis and Will mm-hmm. went, I'm a Lewis fan. I was praying that Martin then would say, keep Lewis Hamilton's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> and then just carry on walking. Because yeah. you can see in Will's eyes, he's like, please, every, you, you could see every question, he's, he's saying, please don't mention the slap. Do you think Will Smith likes Lewis Hamilton less since uh, Lewis got his hair back? Well, sub-question. <laughs> Do you think Lewis Hamilton isn't quite, I mean, there was very little, con- you know, they used to make content together, didn't they, where Will Smith kidnapped Lewis Hamilton. They made that content a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, that seems less fun now, doesn't it? Yeah, it it seems like Lewis was less... uh, Lewis with his shit car and Will Smith with his um, shit uh, Oscar night choices. They're both sort of career matched at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. You know? Like, Will Smith also doesn't... Like, it's not a very... Like, Chris Rock's a tiny little guy. Will Smith's huge. Mm. And you see those, like, barbaric slapping videos on the internet nowadays, like where people do slaps across the face and whoever... Dies first, loses, <laughs> and like Chris Rock was fine. Like a slap is worse than a punch; it will knock you out. It rattles your brain around. Oh yeah, he was okay. Yeah, yeah he was fine. It's Will Smith's a pussy. Um, yeah, I wonder if I, I imagine as an F one driver, you could withstand some slaps because you're, you're used to the G's and you do a lot of neck training. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, they've got amazing necks, don't they? Yeah, maybe that's what Will Smith should do with his career now. It's just slap Formula One drivers <laughs> to just train their, their necks. necks. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. right, I've never for- really kind of factored in how good Formula One drivers must be at oral sex. Um, Owing to their kind of neck stamina. Like they're not getting tired anytime soon, are they? That's really funny. They could even be on the bottom half of a 69. Like, 
go up. Well, I, I imagine also as an F1 driver, you wouldn't really be able to go down on someone. You'd have to go up on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Get down on your knee. No, actually, that's fine. Yeah, it was good. (laughs) Uh, Okay, in 10th place in the Constructors' World Championship, uh, McLaren, um, Norris finishing 17th and Piastri finishing 15th. I just have to open our race review by expressing my joy in um, McLaren being the worst thing that's happened to Formula One for a while. I would rather Haas continued selling parts to Russia and they are still not the worst team in Formula One by my standards. I, I think Daniel Ricciardo must be absolutely laughing. He got paid out of his contract to not race in this absolute shitbox of a car. <laughs> Why um, is it just because it's funny that you are uh, loving this, I or do you, do you, or do you have a sort of a, 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 a Daniel Ricciardo fandom-based vengeance? No, I think that I think that. This is the ego death or the humble pie that I think Lando Norris needs to eat this year because, in like I said last week, in Drive to Survive, when he said, um, when they went, you ready to lead the team? Now Danny's leaving. And he went, um, I already am. And now he is leading the team, um, but he's not. He finished two places behind Piastri. And this is interesting. He also finished uh, lower than every rookie this week. <laughs> and I'm not... <laughs> It's not a thing like I don't want him to succeed or I don't want him to do well. I just think that he needs to eat a little bit of humble pie. So I'm enjo- I have enjoyed this week. And yeah. also without Daniel there, watching the post-race reviews of the two of them, I've never seen a team where it looks more like two children uh, are driving in those teams because they both look about 12. Yes. I mean, he's still one of the youngest drivers on the paddock, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He really is. Yeah. Um yeah, it gives me a slight tingly glow to see them doing so badly. Although, I also think Landon Norris will end up in a very fast car with a very fast team and will eventually be able to challenge for wins and maybe even a championship in the future. And if uh, McLaren Mercedes carry on at this rate, it'll be sooner rather than later. It's it's quite a, an effective way of pushing out your best talent, is having an absolute, what did you call it, a shit box of a car. I did like that. Um, and in ninth place, we have Alpha. Uh, Nick DeVries in 14th and Sonoda in 11th. I think Sonoda did a, had a very good race, I think, all things considered. He looked very racy. He did look very racy, he didn't did he? look very racy. Uh, DeVries, less racy. Um, what did you describe DeVries as last week? Um, I can't remember. You said he looks like, uh, was it one of those like Dutch politicians who hates immigration? Oh, yeah, immigration? he looks like Geert Wilders. <laughs> He looks like a brunette Geert Wilders. <laughs> um, I don't really have any notes. Uh, they seem to have quite an invisible race week. Um, uh, you know, a lot, a few teams have shifted down in the bottom. Um, but I thought that, I think Sonoda is, um, it's a tough one. I, I Obviously, I want to see him get some points because after watching him in Drive to Survive, I now love him. Yes, he's very likable. He's very funny. He's very sweet. He's really good natured, but not only that, he's an exciting fuck you driver. Yeah, he races with real sort of spirit and bravery, and it's fun to see him. Like in, in the in the same way that his like in terms of his personality, I think what's most likable about him is he says what he thinks, and he doesn't really seem to have any filter. And he also kind of races in that way as well. In that it's just like yeah, just fucking do it. There's no kind of second guessing himself on the track. And I I enjoy watching him on account of that. Yeah, I um I dropped my my mum at a bus station this week. She got on a bus somewhere, and I had that feeling that I imagine parents have when they put their kids on a school bus or their kids go away to camp, and they go, "Oh no, oh I hope they're going to be okay." Yeah, and I have that with Sonoda. When he, I'm like, should he, mate? Should you be going that fast? Like I just I get this parental like, oh my god, I hope he's okay. Yeah, he's the only one I worry about. Not because he's a bad driver. I just don't want anyone to hurt him. No, he's so... He's a charming man. He's a very cute little boy. Um, And in eighth place, Williams, uh, Albon DNFing after an alleged brake failure. And Sargent in 16th, again... Alleged. Alleged, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He said it was a brake failure, but then I don't think it was. I think the car just sort of... You just think he couldn't be arsed? No, because if it's a brake failure, you go into a wall. Do you think he got... You, know, you could just be like a break. Oh yeah, but he managed to. No, they 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 said like, oh yeah, you can still manage to. No, it was a car failure. 
Yeah. It failed at being a you car. You he kind of maybe got a text from Latifi. Going, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, someone. I got a hook up to the new season of Succession. This really made me miss Latifi. This was the first race. Um, nay, the first moment in the season where I've gone, oh my God, I, I miss Nicky. Darling mm. Nicky. Little Nicky. I miss him because there were no good safety car moments in this race. Yeah, but it was the one race that I didn't want any safety cars. Because I knew that any safety car would help Max, invariably. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it was... We'll get to Max, but holy crap, like, I mean, it's the, that car is so fast. Um, I would have enjoyed, I just wanted some more drama because it wasn't the most, it wasn't a bad race, but it was not a good race. It was very bizarre, but yeah, we'll come to that when we get to um, Led Bull. Uh, in seventh place, what you going to do with all that? Has. All that. Has. Inside them. Jeans. Uh, Magnussen 12th and Ulkenberg in the points. Um, seventh, pl- uh, 10th place. Putting Haas in 7th in the Constructor Championship, which is actually pretty good. They're kind of, there's a lot of teams sort of sliding by um, in position and points that you don't really notice that they've had a really good race or they finish in the points or that they're not at the back of the uh, Constructors. And Williams and Haas uh, in 7th and 8th is like a pr- pretty good place after two races, I think. I, um... I will break my golden rule and mention Magnussen, mm-hmm. Kevin Magnussen, the driver for Haas. This Ferrari. is so exciting. I thought. I'm oh, sorry. Was... So I just want to hear you. What team does he race for? Kevin Magnussen for Haas Ferrari. Okay, cool. Um, Tell me, Alfie, about Haas. I think that boring little Ewok <laughs> bastard uh, drove quite excitingly and delivered us a few good overtakes and. <laughs> When you see a Haas, it's not... When you see a Haas overtake a car, it isn't just an overtake. No, no, no. It's like watching kind of the moon do a somersault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. It's that bit where Peter Parker knocks out the bully. <laughs> isn't it? You go, oh, that's not just a punch. That's a that's a, that's a, a part of the narrative, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it was a big, big moment. Yeah. And... Uh, I, I found it to be astonishing. It was also like, it wasn't just a fucking overtake. Again, we'll get to Max Verstappen's boring overtakes. <laughs> how, to, how, how, like, I mean, imagine making the best bit of Formula One boring. Anyway, Kevin Magnussen, it was a cool overtake and it was it looked good. And it was like, I, I can't remember who it was. I think it was the Alpha Tauri that he overtook, wasn't it? Uh, and you know, wow, you shouldn't be overtaking an Alpha Tauri. Yeah. This is great. This is really, really great. And it's they've normalised finishing in the points, which remember last year when they came out of the gates in the first race and everyone went, hang on a minute. Yeah. Haas aren't terrible. Yeah, but they haven't done well enough that we're all going, ooh. But they've done well enough that it was nice to see, you know, fair fucks, what you're going to do with all that Haas. You, that's what you did with all that Haas, and, and it was good. Yeah, Haas um, doing well is, is like finding a fiver in your coat pocket. Mm, it's only a fiver, but still. <laughs> yeah. And Castle Wolfenstein also had a fair race, whatever. <laughs> Hulkenberg! Hulkenberg! Uh, in sixth place, um, Alfa Romeo did the thing. Um, Joe <laughs> Guan Yu, my racing king. Uh, um, smacky Bot Bot. Um, uh, Alfa Romeo and time for Smacky Really not his race. They are very lucky to be holding it in sixth with uh, Bottas finishing 18th. What happened to Bottas again? Tell uh, the listener in case they don't know. I think he, just a, just a bad, just the car kept uh, cocking up. He was it? so shit that he didn't even do 50 laps. He did 49. Yeah. Everybody was just... <laughs> You know, that the, must be so embarrassing. That, like, I, I mean, I found it quite triggering. It reminded me of Sports Day when, like, the PE teacher didn't make me finish because I was that far behind everybody else. <laughs> it was really, really bad. I, I mean, Alfa Romeo are um, surprisingly a midfield team. I would have expected um, Haas and um, Williams or maybe uh, to have sort of hoisted themselves above by now but they haven't but i am all for uh the 2023 valtteri bottas um mullet man mustache king i think he's as we've said before we love him maybe he was just he didn't even want to finish the race he was too he wanted to go smoke <laughs> he's on smoke i'm going smoke leave me alone um 
Is, is Bottas our new sort of... Um, I don't mean Latifi in the sense that he wants to crash so he can go home, but do you think Bottas is sort of... He's just sort of getting on with it at this point. Yeah, I think, like... I think Bottas is the new Vettel, maybe. or the, I think Vettel... It always seemed like Vettel cared more. Mm. And Vettel was more heartbroken when it wasn't going according to plan. Because I think Vettel had the kind of muscle memory of being a four-time world champion, whereas Bottas had the muscle memory of being um, Garfunkel. Yeah. Yeah, I sort of feel like maybe he's the new Alonso, who's just going about his business, driving the car. And it's like, there's the mentality, this is a great job. Yeah, daddy's gone to work. I love yeah. this job. Yeah. Just go for a drive. Bottas reminds me of the uh, 2010 or 12 pop star Rebecca Black, who had that song, Friday, Friday. You know that one? Want to get down on Friday. And everyone went, uh, like they did with Bottas when he was racing the Mercedes. Uh, he's such a second driver. But then Rebecca Black like reinvented herself, and now everyone's like, "Yeah, she's actually really cool." And that's, yeah, and I think Bottas is the Rebecca Black of Formula One. Well, I'm really happy that somebody's finally said that. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, Alfa Romeo is sort of the cutoff point, isn't it? Alpine are the worst good team. Yeah. And Alfa Romeo are the best shit team. Yeah. Al- <laughs> Alpine. It, it almost annoys me that they're fifth in the World Championship. I don't know why. I just, yeah. I just, it annoys me because as the, I don't know whether it's like the, um, you know, the twelve-year-old punk in me, but I just the fact that they've got these two French drivers who hate each other and they're trying to compete, uh, you know, in a French team and the car looks stupid, and the fact that it's all sort of working for them annoys me. It, yeah, also the fact that it's pink now and that's confusing because it used to be Aston Martin when it was. Force, Force India, India and Racing Point that it I just fuck off yeah here's you've my all, you've all made it too confusing yeah be Renault for fuck's sake be yellow <laughs> get that handsome moody prick back in charge and Cyril. just be normal yes yeah, Cyril Cyril Sneer from what's that program <laughs> what's that program what was his surname Cyril Ebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebeb
No. You know what? Let's stop. But about Joseph it. punched Let's... me in the nose. Yeah, good. Rightfully so. Well, you don't know what Joseph did that made me do that. So actually, not you're not in a position to comment. I, I, what in the context of what I think you pissing on someone's sweet and then it was my sweet you. and I gave it to. Yeah, him. but he punched you in the nose. Yeah, I know, but you don't know that, what Joseph did. I before. don't need to know more. You do need to know more. I don't. I need to know that you pissed. What if it killed my mum? Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry. And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, but he didn't because I've met your mum. Yeah, I, I know. But what, and I what, know you were with her for Mother's Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what if that was like a... Yeah, but whatever. I you piss on a sweet, he punch you in the nose. That's all I need. He was right to punch you in the nose, and you shouldn't have pissed on his sweet. It bled everywhere. Do you think that Gasly has? Um, you want to talk about Formula One again? Now? Yeah, pissed <laughs> on any of Ocon's belongings and not told him because I think if anyone in the paddock has done that, it's Gasly to Ocon. Ah, uh, yeah, like it's 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 Pierce. I think he's like sharted on his cereal. Yeah, or just like licked a piece of sushi before Ocon's eating it. You know? Yeah, or like if it's. Like, really gross boy stuff. Really, like, stupid boarding school boy stuff. Mm. You know? Like, tied his shoelaces together while they've been on the bus or something. Yeah, put some, like, skunk stink in his cockpit. <laughs> no? A... Yeah, okay, sure, yeah. Um, okay, so, Pierre, um, <laughs> just got your checklist for today. Um, so, I've got here all the things you need from me. Um, a flat white with on, oat milk. On the rider, yeah. yeah. And uh, you wanted um, the new Coldplay album. I've downloaded that to your phone thank already. Thank you so much. This is very nice. Thank you. And um, the new Supreme Drop. I've got that in there as well. Uh, and uh, a stubble shaver for you here, for your, for your designer stubble that you seem to have cast around your face. Supreme has to go back on the internet. I'm upselling that. Yeah, because you've got no definition in your jaw. So you've kind of had this designer beard kind of assembled on your face. But is there anything else that you don't need? I don't think it is your place to mention that about my jaw, but very well. Um, I else? want some skunk stink. <laughs> uh, if there's not too much trouble uh, for S- skunk stink for. Um, Sorry, skunk stink. What is that? Skunk stink. Is that a kind of candy? Well, you know the animal, the skunk. The skunk. Yes. Oh, you want some weed? No, 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 no. I just specified the animal, the skunk, mm-hmm. not the um, uh, herb, the skunk. <laughs> uh, that is not what I require. Not the sticky, icky, icky. Uh, oui, put it in the air. No. Uh, no, absolutely no. I want the stink of a skunk, the animal. You know the cartoon, mm-hmm. who is a French uh, character, which is something I find a little bit offensive, mm-hmm. or offensive, I think I, I think would pronounce it. you mean Pepe it. Le Pew. I mean Pepe Le Pew, yes. this French, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want the stink from the skunk, but I want you to keep it quiet. Hush, hush. So you want me to bottle some... Skunk smell in Saudi Arabia. Bottle or on a rag. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can't have champagne on the podium, so maybe it was skunk stink, bottled skunk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it was. Uh, in uh, fourth place, um, it's the Black Aston Martin. <laughs> in fourth place, it's Ferrari. Okay, so Hamilton got in trouble for weaving. But hang on, what are you doing? In fourth place, it's Ferrari. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. You're right. Time so stamp. in fourth place... Timestamp. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want you to leave this in here. This, this, you got that wrong, and I want the listeners to find... No. Um, what's the song, the Ferrari song? Can I be honest? I just want your car up in a fourth place. I want both your drivers to be miserable. Ferrari... Okay, great. I was trying to join in, but I didn't know quite how. But My, you did some great improvising there. Um, it's a 
shit show. An absolute, uh, a not a, sh- a shit show, um, a shit show for Leclerc and Signs. I mean, somebody just got, they need the, um, what is it? Is it a uh, um, Glamorgan? What's that movie with Alec Baldwin that you like where they're lawyers? Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah, they're, they're sales. Is there a bit where they go in and fire everyone or something like that? You asshole. There we go. You stupid fucking cunt. <laughs> that. You, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I want somebody to do to somebody there. And actually, Vasseur looks like he could be played by Jack Lemon. Is he a Vasseuse? A Vasseuse, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he's yeah. a Vasseur. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, I just don't think he's, let's put it this way. I think um, he sees himself in the red shirt every day in the mirror and goes, yeah, okay, this isn't going to last long. I should enjoy this right now because I'm not going to be team principal at Ferrari for a long time. It doesn't look, it doesn't look like he is enjoying it. It doesn't look like he is team principal. He looks like he's wearing someone else's shirt. <laughs> it just doesn't look real. Ferrari doesn't look real. That's no. the thing. The team principal doesn't look like the team principal. The drivers look like they hate their lives. Can you imagine? It all looks like cosplay. Being 24 years old, racing for Ferrari and hating it. Can you, it's such a, can you, hey, can you imagine getting everything you want forever and still not being satisfied? That's what it's like going to Ferrari. <laughs> I mean, Aston Martin, they must, wee, they must be having an amazing time right now because they put this, nobody thought it was going to happen. Nobody saw it coming. They must be on cloud nine and Ferrari, the, the, a team that gets paid to be in Formula One. And the two drivers, Carlos in an ice bath before the race. That's all they've got. They have to film themselves in ice baths because the car's so shit. They have to get procure engagement by being half naked in a in a tub before the race. Yeah. And then Charles, Worse, Charles during the race, saying to his uh, his guy, um, he went, "Zevi, you need to tell me this before." <laughs> I mean, come on. They are. Also, there was an amazing moment where Charles Leclerc went, um, "Hey, uh, how far ahead is uh, Carlos?" And they went, oh, yeah, he's a bit ahead. And he, like, it was almost like Charles went, uh, shall I bother? Yeah. Like, shall I bother going after him? It was like, to continue the um, Simon and Garfunkel metaphor, it was like like uh, Simon went, hey, Art, you sing one. But gave him one of the shit ones. Like, you, have, you, you can have Jeddah. I don't care. Like, I was having this discussion in a taxi heading downtown. Yeah, that, that one's shit. You can do that one. <laughs> uh, breakdowns come and breakdowns go. You don't feel you can love me, but I feel you should. Yeah, I thought that the Ferrari, um, I mean, okay. Mercedes is is a Greek tragedy because we're watching these kings. It's like, um, is it Antony and Cleopatra, the Shakespeare play about the two they both were glorious kings and now they're sort of over-the-hill celebrities. I think that's sort of... Is that what Anthony Cleopatra's about? I don't know. And that's what Mercedes feels like. It's like they had everything. And now not only are they on a, 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 were they robbed of a thing, but we don't even get to watch them challenge. Mm. And that's really sad. But Ferrari's like... It's almost like a sort of... Um, like a farce at this point. Yeah. Like I keep expecting Peter Sellers to peer out. Of their from from their pan, pit, pit wall, <laughs> like Jack Clouseau is in charge of the team now. Yes, it's just so not to Ned. What's what's the name of the uh, the Asian guy in the Pink Panther? I've also never seen the Pink Panther. Not to Ned Keto, not to Ned. That's 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 two things I've not seen in quick succession there, and I and I haven't enjoyed that aspect. I saw particular. more. I've seen more Jean Todd at award ceremonies. Um, in the in the last couple of months, than I've seen effective Ferrari anything's. Um, it's uh, it's it's yeah, it's so depressing, and it's uh, it it's like it's like it's like it's all the just the crest. Everything it's like they're overpowered by the weight of the crest. Yeah, well, and they can't. As in, like their own reputation. Yeah, and it they it they're just high off of their own supply. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that they've also got, um, I mean, people keep saying, you know, Mercedes are doing terribly, but I just don't see, Mercedes seems like uh, they're not going to unlock that car this year, but Ferrari are not going to unlock that car ever from the looks of things. The only way, this is my suggestion, the only way Ferrari can fix it is um, 
Uh, they, like people say like, oh, Saturday Night Live, Lorne Michaels needs to leave, Tina Fey needs to come in. That's what's going to save Saturday Night Live. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that the only thing that's going to save Ferrari is making Seb the uh, team principal. Oh, but it also needs to be a total... Like they, they can't just carry on changing the team principal. It's like... It's like football now, Formula One, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, like the, 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 the whole structure of Ferrari is full of... It's like changing the front door on a like on on a on a on a cottage with diseased wood. <laughs> like the, the the thatching is rotten and and it stinks and there's black mold everywhere. And you go, oh, we've just put a ring doorbell on. <laughs> it, Ding it, dong, Ferrari. It's uh, it's depressing. Um, well, moving on to the black Aston Martin, mm. uh, Mercedes in fifth. Uh, sorry, Hamilton in fifth, Russell in uh, fourth, with Mercedes in third in the Constructors' Championship. Again, not as bad as everyone's saying. Hamilton seems to get in trouble for weaving, um, which is funny because um, yeah. the FIA were then seem to be weaving around quite a lot afterwards around okay, Alonso's poke. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I I just there was um, there was a yellow flag. Um, uh, no, uh, Lewis got a black and white flag, didn't he, for weaving? Um. Is that right? Yeah, he got a black and white flag. A black and white flag. Yeah, as in like a, as in a warning, being like, if you do that again, you're that's this is an official warning. Whereas Max and Checo seem to be gaming the system quite hard because they were saying, oh no, brake shift, the, the gear shift's gone, the gear shift's gone, and they were just cutting corners and then well, blaming they both did it on it on the same lap, didn't they? Yeah, and they cut the but same nothing, corner. Nothing for them, but Lewis for allegedly weaving gets a black and white flag, but for going off the track to gain an advantage, Max and Checo got nothing. But I always think if you're the FIA and you look at them break the rules then doing that there, you kind of go, well, they can't be. It doesn't, yeah. They can't be trying to gain an advantage. An advantage on what? It's like... Well, the adva- what, uh, uh, Max and Checo. Well, the advantage would be that... that I mean, that's the, the irony is that they would be um, 30 seconds ahead instead of 29 seconds ahead. But they were just trying to secure their place as being... You know, it's like a mile you know, front. It's like me boxing Tyson Fury and then him putting weights in his gloves. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need that. Like what it would be insane if he cheated to try and beat me. It 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 it, it, it just beggars belief. Like, there's no way that I I I don't understand it from any angle. Also, if you uh if the track limits, you just get a warning, right? Yeah. Also, give the place back to who? No one. Yeah. They're minutes ahead of everybody else. They're like in a different time zone. It doesn't matter. They could have been like, they. you know, when the Harlem Globetrotters like showboat. Yeah. I think we're like with that, we're that far away. I'm, I'm doing a small amount with my fingers, listener, um, from Max, like sitting on the top of the halo and like steering <laughs> with his feet. <laughs> handstands like, yeah like mugging for the crowd oh that's so funny yeah <laughs> yeah he's gonna have a helmet in a couple of weeks that's got like a like a flame thing or like a big foam thing on the sides <laughs> yeah i mean that's the yeah it's the way it's going but i i mean i and also mercedes are just i again like uh toto just looks defeated at the moment i don't think he does i think he looks i think he looks pissed off and I'm excited. Um, How? Why? They're, they're not going to be able to fix it. They are. They're going to. They're not going to be able to fix it this season. Okay. There are going to be incremental improvements. <sighs> they're going to. They're going to catch up to Aston Martin by the end of the season. And despite the fact that coming into this season, Ferrari. Also, I don't think Ferrari are quite as bad as we're making them out to be. It's just depressing because going into the season, they should have been the best of the rest. And I think before the season, they thought that they were going to be the ones that were going to compete with Red Bull. But Red Bull improved sort of exponentially, magically. Like, Red Bull aren't going to improve across the course of the season because despite the fact that their car is better than everybody else's, they haven't got the same wind tunnel time as everybody else. Mercedes are going to make those improvements and are going to catch up. Then nobody's going to catch Red Bull. But come the end of the season, it will be. And I've heard this on another Formula One podcast, but I thought it was a good point that the fact that Mercedes winning or getting that much better at the end of last season is the worst thing that could have happened to them this season 
because they kind of made them go, oh, this car isn't as bad as we thought. And I know it is. It's it's worse than you thought. These side pods are a nightmare. Everything about everything you're doing is a nightmare. Overhaul, turn it around. And now they realize that. And that's what they're going to do now. But in cost cap era F1, they don't have the money to work on two different concepts at once. So they now know that they've got to stick the old one in the bin and it's going to get a lot better for everyone. I heard a lot of pundits saying that they, oh, they need to focus on 2024 <laughs> after one race. And it made me so angry as a fan of Formula One. Oh, yeah. go, oh, is that it? Oh, okay, great. Are we just, are we, are we, should we just pack up? Should we, the viewers, just pack up and focus on it's 2024 like as well? It's they have no concern for us podcasters of formula one it's like it's like they found out about the dirty air podcast and are, are, are willfully trying to sabotage it every 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 turn i absolutely loved when russell when they were trying to put hamilton in front of russell and russell went no 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 but alonso's got a five second time penalty so i can cut into that time and they went no russell's uh, they went uh, russell alonso served his five second penalty and russell just went oh fuck <laughs> It was very, it was actually, it was very Will Ferrell. His delivery was really, really, I, I know he was probably wasn't trying to be funny, but it was really funny. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> speaking of Aston Martin, in second place, it's the pink Mercedes to the black Aston Martin. Aston Martin. Uh, your boy wonder, sadly, Lance. Yeah. DNF. Uh, did not finish, which I imagine is quite the same with two broken wrists. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay, listen. I know this might be uh, flogging a dead horse. You go on. Oh God! But he's got two broken wrists. Yeah. Speaking of, do not fin- did not finish. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Lance has been able to flog his dead horse in this time period? Um, like you know, I know he can dr- like let's put like driving a steering wheel of a car quite different to being able to, to, to flog your horse i know i know listen, it's childish listen, my honest answer and i will answer this seriously whether or not you yeah, know i want a serious to, answer i think he's probably had some of the best orgasms of his life recently because of the the different kind of dynamics of his hands <laughs> have made it feel like it's it's been the, the sensation has been different so i imagine that there's been like a, a quite exotic and uh rewarding feel to his most recent tommy tanks do you think that um, it's come up in conversation with his with his physio or anything like that? Um, no, but I think uh, his friends, when he's doing the rounds at whichever Soho house, uh, Jeddah, uh, that he was at. Did he have a Soho house in Jeddah? <laughs> probably, probably, probably soon. Probably, yeah. <laughs> We're probably not that far away. <laughs> Very hard for women to get membership. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah. And the house picante lacks its usual <laughs> kick. <laughs> I um I mean okay before we move on to Alonso, um I think Stroll has wowed everyone. I I hate to say it, but I think everyone. I, the reason two things have happened with Stroll. Number one, every pundit or everyone surrounding Formula One has gone has gone. No, we didn't think he had the gusto or the gumption or the balls. The gusto or the gumption or the balls. The gusto or the gumption or the balls. Uh, to to continue racing, and everyone's very impressed. Yeah, but I also think everyone has gone. Oh. It is the fastest car that makes you good, mm. which just proves that every driver on the grid is fantastic, and they've all just got a shit car. Well, look, here's if we're going to, if it is all going to be so, and it feels now, I know it's not more than ever. Like Lewis Hamilton was very quick to say that the other day, wasn't he? Uh, he he came out in the press and said. Uh, it's the most dominant car I've ever seen. Mm. Is it? Is it more <laughs> dominant than your one when you were winning? That was you, and this is the car, is it? It's so. It's like the thing I mentioned last season when Lewis said, um, uh, "Yeah, we were doing all right. We just didn't have the straight line speed." Oh, so the corners, the bit that you're in charge of, that was good, was it? But the straight line speed, the bit that is nothing to do with you, just the car, that, right, cool, 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 yeah. You're great, the car's not. Perfect, yeah, yeah, understood. You're brilliant and everybody else is shit. Uh, And it's the same thing, um, like, if we're going to have the cars be such a deciding factor, if it really is, like, Lance Stroll is either the worst driver in the world or the best driver in the world, contingent upon which car he has and how good it is, then we need Drive to Survive should not be this soap opera. It should be the off season. We should get to see them build the car. 
we should be invested in the soap opera of who's building the best car and like we get to see what happens. Well, that's why if you press the red button while you're watching on Sky, at any point you can watch uh, not just the drivers, you can also watch the race engineers in the off-season uh, building the cars and stealing the race designs off of the other teams. <laughs> Don't forget to push that red button. <laughs> Um, for any of our overseas uh, viewers, that's a that's a something they're really hammering on the F1 yeah. channel this year. Is press Don't the red button, push that red button, right along Unless with any you driver. Are, uh, a, a, a Russian arms barracks that's just bought parts <laughs> off a of yeah. pass. In which case, please refrain from pushing the red button and do save the populace of the Donbass region. Um, also, Alonso got a uh, he got a. In trouble for um, starting the race in the wrong position, didn't he? He was too far, too far on the inside, which I thought was funny because I, I imagine that many. Uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say it, but um, no. the joke speaks for itself. Yes, he was too far on the inside, um, and uh, one of my favourite bits of the race was Alonso going, "I like these tires; they feel very good. I like these tires." And it was like, yeah, daddy's gone to work. That's what it felt like. Oh, yeah, come on, Alonso. Talk dirty to me. Tell me you like the tyres. It was very sexy. Yeah. Uh, and it's, he's, a, he's a really good driver to see having a nice time. Isn't yeah, it? it's good, isn't it? It's it, really... It's, it's, no it's, one's not enjoying it. I really like watching Fernando Alonso enjoy himself. Yeah. And um, what was going on at the... the do the FIA hate joy? <laughs> do they... Is it like... It, are they, it's like they're annoyed, that the FIA are annoyed that so many people are enjoying Drive to Survive. So they're trying to make it as joyless as possible. Everything that you could get invested in, every like narrative or like fun, surprising thing that could possibly befall us this season, they go, no, 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 let's make it more boring and sort of complicated and let's take a little bit of the fun or the immediacy of the... Uh, enjoyment out of the, yeah, 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 that'd be good. Let's really fuck with these drive to survive fair with the fucks. If you're having pit stop problems, I feel bad for you, son. Alonso's got 99 podiums, but Jeddah ain't one. Yeah? Yeah. Thank but you. But it is. You look like a sad, disappointed dad when I said that. Well, no, I was just waiting for you to do the, but he is. Oh, it is. The, He's got. He is on the podium. He is on the, but he isn't. So it is. It is. The conspiracy theorist in me would say that the FIA took that podium away from Alonso because it would increase the gap for Red Bull because they gave the points to Mercedes instead, meaning that they would have to split those points deficit between um, Aston Martin and Mercedes, which means that Aston Martin wouldn't be as close to Red Bull in the championship, meaning that um, it just gives Red Bull an unfair advantage, which I think the FIA... I just think Christian Horner has dirt on everyone. In the FIA, so whenever anything happens, I go, okay, well, how does this help Red Bull? Um, I'm not sure if that's true, because Mercedes are on 38 points and Aston Martin are on 38 points. So had Mercedes got the uh, podium, the gap to Red Bull between Mercedes would actually be smaller. Oh, okay. Well, maybe, well, well, maybe then it was a ploy to um, keep the second, third, fourth place fight interesting. It could be... I mean, you know, the Fernando Alonso is in third on 30 points behind Checo on 43 and Verstappen on 44. Uh, you said to me something interesting that you thought that it's always just people are stupid or something like that. I think whenever anybody is engaged in, like, or you think, oh, yeah, it's there's a, there's a cabal of evil people plotting and keeping you. No, 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 no. People aren't smart enough. People, there aren't enough intelligent people in the world to organise the uh, oppression of people and the suppression of the information about it, it would just come out. Like people, the moon landing, like people aren't good enough to keep that like from coming out all this time. There were just too many people who, you think that like the fucking Daily Mirror wouldn't love to run. Oh my God, it was fake all along. Of course they, like they just, it just, it the people, it would just, people aren't good enough at keeping secrets. Okay. All right. Fine. All right. Fine. So it was just the FIA is stupid. Yeah. Okay. And joyless. And they don't like Formula One. <laughs> and neither do we. Nobody <laughs> likes Formula One. Does anyone like it? The like uh, uh, Lewis doesn't. No. Who like other uh, Alonso? Max. Max jo- no, no. no. Max doesn't like it. Jos Verstappen likes. It. I don't think Jos Verstappen like. I think Jos Verstappen likes being treated like a king. I don't think he likes Formula One. George Russell likes it. 
Yeah, I think he likes it in a very pure and... and, and Carlos uh, Sainz doesn't like it. No. Even if he did, he doesn't. Same Sha- with Charles. Charles Leclerc does not like Formula One. Valtteri Bottas, no. Esteban likes it. Um, I think Esteban likes being a Formula One driver. Yeah, yeah, And I think yeah, Pierre yeah. Gassi loves being a Formula One driver. Okay. Um, I think Joe Guanyu, uh, he's just happy to not be upside down. Yes. Um, I think that Sonoda... I think Sonoda likes Formula One. I think he really likes yeah, Formula yeah. One, yeah. I think Nick DeVries likes... Um, I think he has like this evil victory Sith Lord thing going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with, that we've same with got Piastri. The kind of, we're we're yeah. on the same page with the cartoon villain yeah, yeah, yeah. of uh, De Vries. Albon likes Formula One. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And, and also, I, I'm sure I can say this, because I I, but we got sent, a fan sent us a, a video that they, they moved into Albon's old house. Oh, and, yeah. And the whole bedroom wall was painted a, a painted mural of, of all of Albon's um, favorite Formula One drivers. Oh, that's so sweet. And I also think Albon, like, is the of all the Formula One drivers, is the most excited about buying his mum a house. Oh, that's cute. Norris does Norris like Formula One? No, I think Norris likes being a Formula One driver. Norris likes Formula One because it's similar to his favorite PlayStation game, <laughs> which is Formula Call of Duty. One. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, Magnussen and Hulkenberg. I think they just like being out of the house at their age. It's nice to get out once a day, isn't it? They just love a drive. Yeah, it's nice they to go for a walk. If it, if it wasn't this, they'd be on the A303 going down to Stonehenge. <laughs> uh, for a nice ramble. Mm, they love a ramble. All right, well, that's it for this week's Dirty Air. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. We haven't spoken subscribe. about Red Bull, but we don't need to. Oh, Fuck we don't them. need to. No, I mean, they... They, they win. They, I refuse. They're my ass this year. <laughs> I refuse Great. to talk about them. I think every every season we both get a veto of teams that we don't want to talk yeah, about. Blackball. Mine will be Haas. Yeah. I've made an exception today, obviously, because I was impressed with Kevin okay. well, Kevin he, Ewok Magnus. Here are my Red Bull exceptions for, for not talking about them this year. Um Angry Osverstappen. Yes, please, more of that. Daddy likes. Mm-hmm. Um pa- I call him Paddock Daddy. That's my new name for Yeah, that's nice. Think about this, right? Jos Verstappen. How old is Max Verstappen? Twenty five? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine your dad just showing up to your job every day? Jos Verstappen, he he doesn't work for Red Bull. He just goes to his son's place of work every day. Yeah. And gets really angry. He's the dad screaming at the side of the football pitch at the referee when the referee gives the son a yellow card for hitting someone in the face. He looks so like the aggressive teacher in Back to the Future. Do you know who I mean? The bald guy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're the son of a bitch who's been stealing my newspaper. That guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 that guy. Jos Verstappen is... Um, he's, and he's got the Biff Tannen buzz cut. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. He is, he's a combination of the two, yeah. isn't he? He's Biff Tannen in Back to the Future 1. He, he, and he's such a kind of bizarre, no-neck monster. I just really... It's, but think about it. He, he shows up every day. And at no point is Max like, Dad, can you stop coming to work with me? Can I just go and do my job, please? Yeah. And the way he dramatically takes off the headphones every time there's a fuck up. Yeah. So he can walk out dramatically. It's like, it's not your show, mate. Yeah. You're not driving the car, Paddock Daddy. He just... um... (laughs) I really want to make this stick. And here's my other takeaway. Sorry for Red Bull. Yeah, go on. Uh, Is that, um, how do you think Perez celebrated his win yesterday? Um, um, what do you think? What do you think he did? I think he had a cup of chamomile tea and a go on his new flashlight <laughs> that his wife gave him. That his wife gave him every time you win a race. And she sellotaped like a a, a, a picture of her picture of her own face and the kids. No, 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 not the kids. He oh, the not kids the kids on the flashlight. No, no, just to remind him not to cheat on her. The kids are on the wall. Ugh. Okay. Um, that's better than being on the flashlight. I guess, yeah, I guess. No, no, yeah. no, 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 not guess. I'm pretty sure about this. Um, oh yeah, okay, I think, okay, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll agree Seed to disagree. This. Agree to disagree. Seed this point. Um, yes, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, just a little message to Checo. Just you know, don't, don't get too ahead of yourself, especially in Jeddah. It's going to be very hard to lift that trophy with no hands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just don't. Party too hard, okay? Don't party like it's 1999. No, no. or like it's 2022. No, party like it's 2023. You've learned from your mistakes 
and you just had a nice win and you FaceTimed your wife yeah. and you sat in your hotel room and you went, wow, haven't I come far? Party like you're in a religious autocracy. Exactly. And Which is not partying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's it for this week's Dirty Air. Um, be sure to tune in next week where we have a very special day in the life. Our first guest of the year. Our first guest of the year. And um, it was very exciting to have them offer to do it. We're very excited to have them them on the show and uh someone that you've all been writing in for asking for them to contribute to uh we've we've reached out to our paddock guests and asked them what they do uh when they're not on the paddock and it might be someone who's leaving the paddock very soon could be and we're very grateful to get them in right now uh before they leave um i'm josh weller and i'm alfie brown and this is dirty air This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.